You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Ellis of the Locked On Indians podcast. I'm also right over at 24-7 Sports. Reminder that on Monday, we will have the Yankees pick up in the mock draft as they were eliminated. We now are down to our two World Series teams, the Astros versus the Washington Nationals. Uh, Indians aplenty on both sides. Uh, top of my head over on Washington, Jan Gomes as Jubal Cabrera. I think there's somebody in the pen that I can't remember right now. Houston, you have Michael Brantley, you have Hector Rondon, you have Joe Smith. So a lot of uh, former Indians to follow. I am definitely pulling for the Nationals. I don't know about you guys, but uh, uh, if for no other reason than uh, Jan Gomes was super nice and Michael Brantley was not when I interviewed both of them. So if you have forgotten about Friday's show, I did a mailbag and I really kind of went deep into under the radar free agent target, targets and it would have been like a 30 plus minute episode. So we cut it. I cut that question. I kind of did the setup and then decided we'd save it for Monday. So you're going to hear me here talking about all of the bats. You know, the Indians could use an outfielder to a degree. Um, It's one of those things I I talk about in there. But at the end of the day, it's like Mercado is set in one position. I really hope they do put Fran Mill out there to open up the DH spot. And uh, because then they could target Dom Smith, one of my favorite targets for this offseason. And then... uh, if you put Mercado and Reyes, then you have Luplo. Francona says he wants to put, give him a chance against righties. I, that's not his bag. Like, just because someone does something really well doesn't, you know, just because Franmo Reyes has 40 home run power, it doesn't mean all of a sudden he's going to steal 40 bases. Just because Jordan Luplo can hit lefties really well uh, doesn't mean all of a sudden he's going to hit righties well. That's not his historical data. That's not what he does. So he's part of a platoon, and he makes so much natural sense with Daniel Johnson, who's got... Uh, Nothing left to prove in the lower minors is supremely athletic, and it's a great platoon. And then late in the game, you sub in Johnson for defense and speed. It's it's ideal. Just just put that together. So outfield isn't as much of a need, um, but you will hear me talk about the targets in here. So without further ado, here are the hitters. And then after the, the ad break, we will uh, talk about the relievers and pitchers that I was uh, really high on. As if you forgot the question, it was under the radar free agent targets. Now, what do the Indians need? They need an outfielder, possibly. They need uh, a second baseman and or third baseman. And they need relief help. Those are kind of the the three big areas for them. So, what are they going to do? You know, I I looked at some names. So, let's just go through some of the outfielder, you know, some of the hitters. Let's not just focus on there. So, Corey Dickerson is a popular name. He... uh, was traded very cheaply to the Phillies uh, from the Pirates. What did he end up? I'm trying to remember what he ended up costing them, just for yeah international slot money and a player to be named later. It's not much at all for a guy who was performing quite well this year and has performed basically since that bad half a season with Tampa. Um, the year he made the All Star game and still posted a you know OPS plus of 118. I mean he's always been productive. Like, you go down the list. His As a 24-year-old appearing in 69 games, his OPS plus was 98. It's been over 100 every year since then. Um, he just doesn't seem to get the respect that he probably should get, but he just he continues to perform. Um, he's one of those guys, let's see, he is 30. He'll be 31 in May. He might be an under-the-radar guy, but I, I don't know if he's going to be. It, he's not a great defender either. It, He's okay, but 
he can hit, and he's always hit, and he's consistently hit. And you know, he I I've made the case in the past that with some of their signings, like they're a little right-handed heavy all of a sudden. He's a left-handed bat. Um, yeah, he's a guy. He would he's one of those guys in Mustakas who's kind of top of my list. He's someone I would love to see the Indians go after. I'm not sure if he's a buy low candidate. Um, just kind of clicking through all the guys they pulled up. By low candidate, Justin Smoke. Uh, hurt this year, didn't quite get everything together, and he was a league average bat in what was a, a pretty big down year for him. You do worry a little bit uh, that he's going to be 33 this December. He hasn't quite, you know, there are some of the, uh, the issues he saw this year. But, yeah, the batting average was down, but he his, his on-base was the same. as, as he, Even though his batting average was down like 35 points his on base percentage was only down eight points the slugging was down and that's kind of the bigger concern um because he just age i don't maybe you know he just his doubles weren't there the the home run totals and were pretty even so it's more the doubles but uh you know respected as a really good defensive first baseman even though the stats uh don't necessarily show that he He's going to be a guy I think is going to look up for a one-year contract to reestablish value. Um, he's never really had a chance at free agency. He was a first-round pick who Texas traded to Seattle, and then he never really found a home in Seattle, never really performed. It wasn't until his late 20s where he really started to hit and turned into a really good player, um, including making an all-star team. But since he's never had that payday, he's never had that opportunity Taking uh, signings a one-year contract with the team makes a lot of sense, especially if it's a contending team and he can be put in a situation to succeed in a lineup where he's not going to be counted on as much. Reestablish value, hit the market in a year, and try to get that contract he wants. So for the Indians, the idea would be that, you know, Fran Mill can play a little more DH. Uh, Smoke is a switch hitter. I would have to pull up the exact splits for him for his career. But, you know, you could have him some days at first or DH. You could have Santana some days at first or DH. You could still have Fran Mill occasionally DH. Um, he is better against righties than lefties. So take it for what it's worth. But he's, he's not going to be a big-name guy. He's a guy who's going to be looking for that short deal to reestablish value. I think uh, Brock Holt's really interesting. Again, a guy who was uh, hurt this year. When you go back over the last few years, he's he's been up and down. So he's going to turn 30. He's turned 31 in June. He's an older guy. Didn't make an all-star game in there back in the day, but he's he's only appeared in over 100 games three times. He's been, but he plays everywhere, and that's kind of his value. It's He can play second, short, outfield, third base. You can put him in any position, and he can fill it. And so you could have him go out and play second, or you could have him go out and play outfield. And that's kind of why Brock Holt is in some ways, an ideal candidate just because he can fill in all over. Um, If there's an injury, you can shift him. You can find ways to get his bat out there and let him play a few positions and help the team out with his his ability. I keep wanting to say depth, but I guess more his flexibility and his ability to play in the field. Um, You know, he's, he's a gritty grinder, so Francona would love him. I mean, he could... Basically, he could be like a plush, plush, no. He could be a pu- plus version of Freeman. 
and how like they put Freeman in outfield at points. They put him in second. They had him play a few different spots. That could be Rockhold left-handed. Um, he could be, you know, an everyday guy for the Indians who fills multiple spots and kind of is there to do whatever they need. Flexibility is incredibly valuable, and he would help bring that. Uh, talking about flexibility, bringing Astrubal Cabrera home wouldn't be the worst thing either. Worth a 1.7 uh, baseball reference war this year. Plays second and third, basically. Not really a shortstop anymore. And, I mean, Drubes hits. Uh, when was the last time? Like, so his OPS plus is a 97 this year. Um, but the last time he was even in the 80s was... He had another 96. Other than that, he's been over 100 every year. Uh, 2010 with Cleveland. That was the last time he was down at like a 90. Um, that's before he had kind of the back-to-back all-star years before the wheels fell off a bit. Um, in 2013, and he had a 96, and then got traded away. And, you know, was trying to... Eventually he found his way to being just this solid hitter. He reestablished himself, and... I was disappointed when he was let go this year and the Indians didn't jump on the opportunity to bring him back. He is going to turn 34, but he's still productive. He can still fill multiple spots. And, uh, yeah, I'm all for bringing back Estrubal Cabrera. On the side of older players, another player to look at is Nick Markakis. Uh, Markakis is going to turn 36 in November. He um, appeared in 116 games this year. You know, last year was a was an all star for Atlanta. He's going to be a free agent. Never really turned into the guy that uh, we thought he would when he came up with Baltimore. The power never really came. More known as a defender than for his offense, but just a solid performer. His age might limit his market. And I th- oh, I have one more bat up here to look at amongst my giant field, and that's Jed Gayerko. Probably butchering the name. Again, it's about flexibility. He can play second, he can play third, he can play short. He is a right-handed bat. He has shown power for um, the position in the past. He is currently 31 years of age. And 2018, uh, 108 OPS plus, a solid line across the board. This year was a disaster. Just an out-and-out disaster. Between his time in St. Louis and L.A., traded with international slot money for Jeffrey Abreu and Tony Singrani, who Singrani didn't even play all year. Um, Gallerco has a $13 million team option. I don't see any way that it gets picked up. They'll do the million-dollar buyout. He's not, you know, he's not in the late 30s. He's still someone in his early 30s, um, can play multiple slots in the infield. There's value in that. And it's the the flexibility, you know, on top of that, he's going to be another guy like Smoke that's going to sign a probably a one-year prove-it deal. So you're going to get him on the cheap. You're going to give him a chance to come in, and he's going to be motivated to show what he can do. And if you're the Indians, you want kind of a one-year deal anyways because in a year you're probably hoping that it's Nolan Jones ready to take over on that infield less than a year. So Gallerko is another one of those guys I would highly recommend checking out if I am the Indians. So... The postseason is brought to you by Vivid Seats, and they've been one of our great sponsors. They took the idea of buying your tickets and added a fun new wrinkle with a loyalty rewards program. The more you buy, the higher you get to go, the better the deals you'll get. And if you're going to buy a ticket to anything now, you want to be using Vivid Seats because we have this promo code for you. So you're going to go download the app, 
Vivid Seats and use the promo code POSTSEASON. That shows them that the MLB side of things on Locked On sent you there. You're going to buy your tickets anyways. This code will save you up to 100 bucks. So you might as well go use Vivid Seats, save yourself some money, and start building up those reward points. Because once you start building up those reward points, you're going to want to keep going back to Vivid Seats. So remember, download the app, use the promo code POSTSEASON, do it for yourself, save yourself a few bucks. Our other sponsor is one of our oldest and dearest, that is BlueChew.com, the little blue pill, which has all the active ingredients as the big names, but since it's chewable, it allows you to do what you want to do quicker. There have been all these scandals this year about uh, uh, the use of uh, helping pills uh, for major league players when from gas stations and such. Don't do that. That led to suspensions. Instead, go over to Blue Chew. Use the promo code MLB. Again, it shows them that uh, you're listening to our great MLB podcast network. And they're going to send you a free sample. They're, they believe so much in their product, they're giving it away for free. You have to pay the 5 bucks for shipping. Small cost to pay to see what all the hype's about. See why they believe in a product so much that they're willing to give it away for free, knowing you'll come back for more. That is BlueChew.com using that promo code MLB. Try it out. See what all the hype's about. See why this is a product that they believe so much that they think the first time you try it, you're going to keep going back and using it again and again. So let's talk about relievers. The Indians' bullpen, they have a lot of potential options. They have a lot of players close, but the bullpen was a bit of a disaster over the last two months of the year. Went from the best in the league to one that I know I was nervous about every time the Indians went to it. And, I mean, more than anything else, one could say that sudden shift from the best to really shaky caused them to miss the playoffs. So who are the -the under-the-radar names? Who are the guys I would like to see the Indians chase? Uh, First one I want to bring up is Yoshihisi Hirano. I probably got that wrong. Uh, He's an older pitcher. Let's just start with one of the reasons he's going to be cheaper. He'll turn 36 in March. Um, He played in Japan most of his career. He was always a reliever, uh, a closer. His first year, 2018 in Arizona, he finished sixth in the Rookie of the Year, uh, FIP of 369, and ERA plus of 173. This year, the FIP was 404, and the ERA plus was 94. His strikeout rate went from 8 per 9 to 10.4 per 9. His walk rate went from 3.1 to 3.7. The home run rate went from 0.8 to 1.2. And this is probably what hurt him more than anything else. Hit rate went from 6.6 to 8.7. We see a lot of those ones below 7, um, a bit unsustainable, so that's not a huge surprise. Um, Now, he technically is still under arbitration with Arizona. but according to baseball reference, but I saw him as a free agent to be. And a lot of times in a situation like this, like he made $3 million last year and this year. I'm betting this uh, that baseball reference has him listed under arbitration because he hasn't played six years, but I'm betting this was a two-year, $6 million contract. Uh, in his good year, his first year, he was phenomenal. In his down year, down year, he was closer to average. Heavy use guy, appeared in 75 and 62 games. We know... Tito likes those heavy-use pitchers. Yeah, so he signed a two-year contract. That's why that's showing there. Um, so he is going to be a free agent eligible. His war this year was uh, was negative, but relief war is not a great evaluator in general. Um, just look at the numbers. The walk rate under four, the strikeout rate over 10. The Indians can live with a higher home run rate. I think he's a guy to look at. Um, his age and the slight decline is going to chase off some teams, and you can probably get him on a one- or two-year deal. Uh long history of closing big moments 
he's worth a gamble, especially if it's like two to three million range, which is what he made with Arizona. Uh, another older pitcher to consider who uh, also will turn 36 in uh, March is Craig Stamen. He was actually in the Indians minor league system at one point. He started out the Nationals, was quite good. Uh, he's an Ohio guy, fun fact. Born in North Star, went to high school in Versailles, Versailles I think is how we pronounce it here in Ohio, and then went to the University of Dayton. Not a lot of guys go come from the University of Dayton for baseball, but uh, yeah, so it 2015 he got hurt 2016 he pitched in the Indian system never really got an opportunity since then in the uh the one downside is he does give up a lot of home runs and that's in the Padres stadium but 60 games 73 games 76 games uh the his FIP 438 219 412 uh so he's again more of an average arm but he's a nice flyer candidate um he misses bats. He doesn't walk anybody. The home run rate is a little high. But as a flyer candidate, he makes a lot of sense, especially since when he was hurt, he came to the Indians as a place to pitch. It is home to a degree. And, I mean, he, he was born, went to high school and college uh, in Ohio. So, yeah, bring him home again. Give him another opportunity. That is for sure. If you're curious, other people from the University of Dayton, as I was, uh, Jerry Blevins, who I know, Mike Hall's child, I don't, doesn't appear like he appeared in any games in the majors, Pat Hilly from 1914. Um, so since since 1970, it's just Blevins and Stamen, a pair of pitchers. That That's it. Um, who have made it to the majors. Uh, bounce back candidate, Aroides Vizcaino, for a long time, he was kind of viewed as the top reliever in the Braves system, uh, was a closer for a while, he's always missed bats, career strikeout rate over 10, walk rate of 4.2 is acceptable. Uh, 2019, he didn't get into a lot of games before he got hurt, and eventually he was traded away basically so Seattle would eat the, what was remaining on his contract. Uh, he's injured. But if you can get him to come back, he's a back-end arm with velocity. He can miss bats. He's going to turn 29 soon. But he's a nice guy to try to, especially if you can get him on like a, a one plus one. So you sign him, you see if you can get him back to 100%, and then you get him for two years. Like that's that's a really ideal situation. Um, at his peak in Atlanta, he was, uh, again, I talked about how war is not great for pitchers. A 1.2 or 1.7 before his injury those are really good numbers like he is exactly the type of guy and uh you know he's the perfect guy to target like it's you go to honest baseball reference and there's all sorts of like team blogs talking about how he's a perfect free agent target because you're buying low on someone who has produced in the past here's a guy another one coming up i want to mention even though i'm running low on time we're going to go a little over on this one just because i want to finish this question off uh, and i got three names to mention trevor rosenthal he was extremely good for a period with the Cardinals. Extremely good. Like, there were always command issues. There was always that. But when you look at when he started his first year, walk rate of 2.4, strikeout rate nearly 13. Uh, then it jumped to 5.4, still over 11. 3.3, 10.9. 6.5, 12.5, that year wasn't great. 3.8, 4.3. Like, he can survive a walk rate that's around that's over 4. When it gets into the six and fives, not as much. But at peak, he was just unhittable. He was, you know, one of the best relievers, one of the best closers in the National League. There is inconsistencies there. 
this is the perfect type of guy where the Indians are so good at kind of biomechanics and helping players figure things out. He, he's a free agent. Um, see if the Indians can fix him. I, I mean, the Nationals aren't known for fixing pitchers. The Tigers certainly aren't known for fixing pitchers. Uh, the Reds would be another team that should jump all over him because of uh, the people they have in place now and all the things they can do. Rosenthal is going to turn 30 at the end of May. He's not that old. He has electric stuff. It's kind of a betting on your organization thing, and there are a few teams that do better with pitching than the Indians. So, And at this point, Trevor Rosenthal could probably be gotten for a, a camp invite on a minor league contract. Why not do that? Why not try to fix someone because the ceiling on it is an all-star reliever? Um, can you imagine peak Rosenthal with Karen Chalk, 8-9? I mean, that's that gets me uh, pretty excited to think about that. That would just be otherworldly. That's That's what you can do, and that's why try it. What's, it's not going to worst case scenario. Maybe you give them a million dollars to sign, and then you lose a million dollars. Yes, the Indians are in a bind, but they got a little bit to spend this year. And Rosenthal's the type of big money gamble that would make a lot of sense for a team that can fix pitching. Brandon Kinsler, he's kind of bounced around a bit from when he was the started in Milwaukee, went to Minnesota, became an All Star, went to the Nationals, and ended up eventually going to the Cubs. He's going to be a free agent. He was a vital part of the Cubs pen this year. Um, he's was granted free agency. Basically, the um, no, I'm sorry, I'm getting very confused by this. So he's granted free agency and then re-signed with the Nationals. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but um, my point is here: he's older, like some of the guys we mentioned before. He's 35. He has been around, but last year 1.7 WAR, really effective, vital part of the Cubs. Um, 2018, he was a bit of a mess. Never going to miss a lot of bats, but he doesn't hurt himself. Doesn't give up a lot of walks. Doesn't give up too many home runs. He's just one of those 40... No, that's hits. Let me go to games. You know, appeared in 62 games this year. Appeared in 70 games last year. 72 the year before. 54, 64. He he probably will cost more than the first two guys I mentioned, just because he does have some of that closing experience. He uh, It's a bit of a bigger name. I'd probably target Hirano before I went with uh, Kinsler, to be honest, but he's another guy who should be in that range, who is just a solid city performer. If the Indians are able to break the bank, the guy that I would like them to chase is Chris Martin. Chris Martin was, uh, he went and pitched internationally for a while, and that's why his contract allows him to be a free agent this year. Um, See, so he re- he signed with Texas in 2018 for 1.75 and then 2.75 million this year. The Braves gave up Kobe Allard, who had struggled, but I mean he's still a, a bigger name prospect, straight up for a rental of um, of Martin. And like I said, he went and pitched internationally. It took him a while, but just go through the numbers this year alone in his 2019 year. Well, if we start in his 2018 year. Uh, 1.1 walk, 8 strikeout, 1.1 home run, 9.9 hit, FIP of 3.52. This year, the strikeout went up to 10.85, the walk went up to 0.85, the home run also went up, but the hit went down. And for Atlanta, he was absolutely nails. Um, and that 17 inning rental, extremely short sample size, but 11.2 strikeout, 0.5 walk, 0.5 home run. So he is, as I said, he is uh, 33 years old, will be 34 in June. He's a little bit intimidating at six foot eight, and there's always the danger with those big guys and mechanics. 
but as stated with that money, he's never had really a chance to hit free agency, but he's not he's not in the Will Smith, the Will Harris, the Chapman, that kind of upper-level discussion. Uh, but he was incredibly effective last year, and he's one of those guys I would definitely be checking in on. If you can get him on a two- to three-year deal, that's that's kind of the... Uh, the ideal situation because of his age you don't really want to go more than maybe a two plus one but after he kind of as i said he went over to japan again working entirely as a reliever uh was a closer for one year out there but was incredibly effective overseas and that's a japan is high level baseball it's not quite you know it's like triple a or maybe quad a equivalency but he's the arm i would i would target um the, le- the performance is there. The tools are there. I, I'm a believer in Martin at this point. He's going to be an interesting free agent. Even cutting it down, I still went over. I have some more questions from the mailbag. I'll get to those tomorrow. We're going to start talking team by team, possible deals and ways that uh, teams could match up with the Indians. As always, thank you for listening, reading, reviewing, telling a friend. Let's get those numbers back up. And remember, go Tribe. <laughs>